0: WaveScan begins today with the Triumphal March from the opera Aida by Giuseppe Verdi. This is from the Metropolitan Opera House in 1989. Welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Miami. I'm Jeff White. Well, the... Popular Triumphal March from Verdi's Opera Aida was one of the first pieces of music broadcast on the first radio broadcasting station in Argentina in 1920. This is edition NWS-601 of Wavescan for release on Sunday, August 30th, 2020. On the program today, the Argentine anniversary, their first radio broadcast. And our Indian DX report from Prithviraj Purriyastha. A recent email message from Professor Dr. Hans-Jörg Biener in Nuremberg, Germany, informs us that August 27th is an important date in the history of radio broadcasting. In the South American country of Argentina. It was on that date in the year 1920 that three young medical students presented a live radio broadcast of European classical music from the Teatro Coliseo in Buenos Aires. Ray Robinson explains what happened. Thanks
1: Jeff. Back during World War One, the medical doctor Enrique Susini from Buenos Aires in Argentina served over in continental Europe and at war's end he found himself in France. He took the opportunity to obtain several different radio parts, including some newly developed tubes or valves, all of which he took back to Buenos Aires in South America. Dr. Susini shared his recently acquired radio components with three of his young medical friends, who then began experimentation in an attempt to construct not only a receiver, but also a broadcast transmitter. These three young medical friends were his nephew Miguel Mugisa and his two friends Cesar Guerrico and Luis Romero Carranza. On his return to Argentina from continental Europe, Dr. Sassini had acquired a city property block at eleven twenty five Charcas Street in Retiro, suburban Buenos Aires. This lot had previously been in use as an old circus site, and the good doctor transformed it into a public venue as the Teatro Coliseo, in which a series of public performances were planned, including a presentation of several popular European-style operas. In mid August 1920, the three young men, under direction from their mentor Dr. Sussini, erected a simple single wire antenna system that stretched 120 feet from a tower on the roof of the Teatro Coliseo to a rounded dome on a commercial building nearby. The small homemade radio transmitter built with the French made components was installed in an empty room in the newly renovated theatre. Sharp at 8.30pm on Friday evening, August 27th, 1920, the 5-watt transmitter was switched into service, and Dr. Sassini, in his reportedly famous baritone voice, announced in Spanish the evening's opening musical programme. This well-documented event was the presentation of musical selections from a German opera with a German musician as the conductor for the performance. The three hour musical program in the Teatro Coliseo in Buenos Aires, beginning promptly at 9 pm, was broadcast without interruption. It's reported that a small audience that gathered at about 20 different suburban locations heard the wonder of music by radio, the first in the history of South American Argentina. Among those avid listeners were many prominent business and society leaders, all of whom spoke well of what they'd heard. It was also reported that the radio operator on board a ship in the Bay of Santos, Brazil, heard the radio broadcast at a distance of some 2,000 miles further north. During the following evening, that's on Saturday, August 28th, 1920, the music from another opera was presented, this time Aida, from the Italian composer Giuseppe Verdi, with its ancient Egyptian setting. You heard Verdi's popular Triumphal March from AIDA as the opening music in this edition of Wavescam. These different nightly radio performances were on the air for a whole month, but that was not the end of this little radio station. For two whole years, it was the only radio broadcasting station on the air in Argentina, and ultimately it grew into what is now the nationwide government system of radio broadcasting known as Radio Nacional Argentina, or LRA. The auspicious inaugural day for radio broadcasting in Argentina was August the 27th, 1920, exactly 102 years ago last Thursday. The postal authorities in Argentina issued a special postage stamp in 1970, honouring this historic radio event. Back to you, Jeff.
0: Thank you very much, Ray Robinson, at KVOH in Los Angeles. You're listening to WaveScan from Adventist World Radio. Let's go now to Prithviraj Purkayastha in India. It's the fifth Sunday of the month. So here's his Indian DX report.
2: Namaskar and welcome to Indian DX report. I am Prithviraj Purkayastha reporting for WebScan from Jorhat, the cleanest city of northeast India. Let's straight away go to our DX news segment and congratulate veteran DXer Babul Gupta, who recently achieved an unique fate by successfully receiving a very difficult radio signal from Antarctica. Babul is a founder member of Indian DX Club International and a ham radio operator from Kolkata in West Bengal state. Loves to spend hours with his radio in search of known and unknown radio signals from all over the planet. Antarctica is the southern tip of the globe and is over 11,800 kilometers away from India, and getting a radio signal from that region is almost like a dream for DXS. But this 65 years old radio enthusiast heard a radio transmission from LRA-36 camp station set up by an Argentine team of scientists in Antarctica on 15467 kHz. On 9th August morning between 0 hour to 030 hour UTC, Babul received this temporary station at his QTH in Barasat. His email reception report was also acknowledged by the Argentines. This is unique as it is the first successful Indian DXing of recent times for an Antarctica radio signal. Babul Gupta's achievement is highly appreciated and highlighted by Indian print as well as electronic media, which is definitely a good sign for the promotion of distance radio hobbies like DXing and ham radio in this country. Congratulations to Babul Gupta from all of us for this great achievement. Our friend Alokesh Gupta from New Delhi is known for his successful FM locks from very distant locations and once he surprised even my home station, that is All India Radio Jorhad by receiving their signal from a distance of twenty two hundred kilometers in New Delhi. On 21st August night, with some favorable band condition of a long wave, he logged the following stations. 153 kHz at 2023 UTC, Antenna Satellator with Romanian Music, 171 kHz at 2030 UTC, Radio Medi 1, Nador, 198 kHz at 2045 UTC, Presumed as BBC Radio 4 with Faint Audio, 202 kilohertz at 2050 UTC Delhi NDB DH 225 kilohertz at 2056 UTC Polsky radio with very strong reception 279 kilohertz TRI Vatan radio TKM only carrier this is how the Honorable President Sri Ramnath Kovind's address to the nation went on air on the eve of 74th Independence Day of India, that is on 14th August. <laughs> For radio monitors, this is a special occasion. So also on 15th August, Prime Minister's speech, live broadcast from Redford on all network of All India Radio. Just like previous years, I also monitored these two events and heard these stations here in my QTH in Jorhat. On 14th August, president's speech was heard on shortwave between 13.30 to 14.15 hour UTC. And I heard 4810 kilohertz A.I.R. Bhopal, 4835 kilohertz A.I.R. Gangtok, 5010 kilohertz A.I.R. Thivandram, five zero four zero kilohertz AIR jaipur nine eight six five kilohertz AIR bangalore and on my medium wave I heard five four zero kilohertz AIR rachi five six seven kilohertz AIR dibru five seven six kilohertz AIR alibuja six twenty one kilohertz AIR patna six thirty nine kilohertz AIR kohima six fifty seven kilohertz AIR Kolkata 675 kilohertz AIR Itanagar, 711 kilohertz AIR Siliguri, 729 kilohertz AIR 747 kilohertz A. I, I. 828 kilohertz AIR Lakh- are 837 kilohertz A. I, I. I. are 864 kilohertz A. I shillong Shilong, 882 kilohertz A.I.R. Imphal 918 kilohertz A.I.R. Suradgarh 927 kilohertz A.I.R. Vishakhapatyanam 945 kilohertz A.I.R. Sambalpur 954 kilohertz A.I.R. Najibabad 972 kilohertz A.I.R. Katak 981 kilohertz A.I.R. Raipur 1062 kilohertz A.I.R. Pasighat from Arunachal Pradesh one two three three kilohertz air Tura, also from orunachal pradesh one four five eight kilohertz air bhagalpur from bihar one four six seven kilohertz air jaipur and one five two one kilohertz air tawang in the uh, northern part of orunachal pradesh on 74th independence day that is on 15th august prime minister's address to the nation was hard on shortwave 4835 kilohertz A.I.R. Gangtok 5040 kilohertz A.I.R. Jaipur 9950 kilohertz A.I.R. Delhi 11620 kilohertz A.I.R. Bangalore The same event was hard on medium wave 567 kilohertz A.I.R. Debrugger 639 kilohertz A.I.R. Kohima 675 kilohertz A.I.R. Itanagar And friends Here is a quick monitoring update on international radio stations for this month, which I have monitored in my QTH in Jorhat. On 22nd August, I heard VORW Radio International on 6070 kHz, transmitting with a 300 kW transmitter from Mezburun, Austria at 1730 UTC. The SINPO was 34333. Radio Thailand was heard on 15590 kHz in English between zero two to 0,230 UTC. SINPO 45444. Radio Havana, Cuba in English was heard between zero three to 0,330 UTC on 6145 kHz. SINPO 32232. BBC in English was heard on 12095 kHz at around 0330 UTC, Sinpo 34333. World Christian Radio, World Christian Broadcast, KNLS, was received nicely on 13760 kHz between 0330 to 04 hour UTC irib radio tehran in bengali coming with strong reception quality on new frequency of 9965 kilohertz between 1420 to 1520 utc meanwhile their hindi transmission was hard with nice reception on 9325 kilohertz at around 1530 utc radio filipinas in english was hard between 02-03 utc on different Frequencies of 12010, 15640 and 17820 kHz, all heard with very nice reception. And last but not the least, Radio Romania International in English was heard at 03-hour UTC on 11825 kHz, Sinpo 35333. And friends, with this, I would like to conclude this edition of Indian DX Report on WebScan. I hope that you have enjoyed this and I would like to thank DX India Yahoo and Facebook group and all members of Indian DX Club International for their support to IDXR. If you have any comment and suggestion on this DX capsule or want to send me a reception report, please write to me at Report. At gmail.com. That's Indian DX Report at gmail.com. You can post me a letter to Indian DX Report, Care of Radio and Hobby Foundation, Jorhat, Prasanta Nivas Poop Bangal Pukhuri, Bailinfo, Jorhat, 785001, Assam, India. So until next time, stay safe with your loved ones. Bye-bye and 73s from Assam.
0: Thank you very much, Raj. And now over to Bob Padula in Melbourne, Australia, with more DX news from that continent.
3: We have some information now concerning the broadcasts of the Tibet People's Broadcasting Station in China. This information has been published by the the Nagoya the X's circle in Japan programs in Chinese these are on the air between twenty hundred and eighteen hundred some frequencies include the following eleven nine five zero between 0200 and 0900 7240 between twenty hundred and 0200 and 0900 to 1800 11860 between 0300 and 0900 and 7450 between 2000 and 0300 and 0900 to 1800. And the Tibetan language service is on the air between 2050 and 1805. Frequencies include 9490. Between 0200 and 1000, that's a daytime frequency. 7255 between 2050 and 0200 and 1000 to 1900. 7385 2050 to 0200 and 1000 to 1805. And 9580 0200 to 1000. Information from the Ionospheric Prediction Service in Sydney, New South Wales—that's here in Australia—advises that the level of well, the solar activity level has remained considerably the same as what it was in our previous report. The 10.7 centimeter solar radio flux is hovering around 70—that's 70. That's seven zero. And the daily equivalent smooth sunspot number is fluctuating around single digit 5. The IPS further reports that there are two sunspot regions now visible on the earthward facing side of the sun, and a third sunspot is expected to become visible in the near future. But solar activity continues to be very low according to the IPS, and this means that high frequency propagation On long-distance paths on frequencies above about 10 megahertz for darkness or semi-darkness routes will continue to be unreliable. In the meantime quite good reception noted here in Melbourne during our post-sunrise period. This is a summary I made recently between 2030 and 2100 that's 0630 to 0700 Australian Eastern Standard Time and it includes Loggings noted in the 31 and 49 meet vans. Quite a good assembly of s- signals there, which are as follows. 9420, the Voice of Greece from Athens, with programming in Greek. 9425, the Voice of Korea, using the tr- program feed from the Korean Central Broadcasting Station. In Korean. 9480, NHK, Radio Japan Tokyo, a huge signal, very strong signal, in Japanese. 9500, zero zero, China National Radio Network 1, Chinese, good reception. 9525, five, China Radio International, from a Beijing transmitting site, in Russian. 9535 Radio Free Asia from the transmitting site in the Marianas Islands broadcasting in Chinese 9690 Spanish Foreign Radio from Madrid with Spanish programming 9705 Vatican Radio from Santa Maria de Galleria with broadcast in French 9830, China National Radio Network 1, very strong signals in Chinese. 9875, The Voice of Turkey in English. Let's switch our attention to the 49 metre band, quite a number of signals audible there, again between 2030 and 2100. 5860, Radio Fardar, broadcasting to the Middle East. From the Kuwait transmitting station. 5900, zero zero, the Overcomer Ministry, the religious broadcasting station using a relay at Kostenbrod in Bulgaria with programming in English. 5920, China National Radio Network 5, broadcasting in Chinese. And 5920, China National Radio Network 1 in Chinese Just a reminder that full detail ADXR QSL cards Are available by contacting this address The URL is simply adxr.org I'll give it once again adxr.org
0: Thank you Bob Padula in Melbourne, Australia, and I just want to mention quickly before we leave a couple of uh, messages or, or reception reports from listeners, including our good friend Richard Lemke in Saint Albert, Alberta, Canada, who heard us. Actually, he heard edition number NWS six hundred, wave scan edition six hundred. He is fifty-seven years old. He says, and his lot is his house is in a backyard pie-cornered shaped lot with tall trees. He heard us on 5850 kilohertz at 0130 UTC. Thanks, Richard. Also, Yvonne Hendville is in France. Uh, his uh, amateur call sign is F8ETK. It says, Very pleased to have received your wave scan program on 15770 at 1600 UTC. His equipment is a low HF235 receiver with a 23 meter dipole. And he was picking us up with a Sinpo 55545. Thank you, Yvonne. And finally, our good friend, uh, Zach Alvarez, regular listener of ours in the Philippines, heard us at 2200 UTC uh, via KSDA in Agat Guam. Uh, heard addition also, uh, addition 600 of Wavescan, says the signal reception was excellent. Sinpo 55455 in Das Marinas Cavite in the Philippines. And we end this week's wave scan with another piece of music that was heard over the first radio station in Argentina, the chorus of the Hebrew slaves from the Verdi Opera Aida. Thanks for listening to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio, researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson. Next week, the largest and most important American radio station in Australia during the Pacific War. What happened to this radio station afterwards? Also, we'll have our Japan DX report as well. Several QSL cards are available for WaveScan. Send your AWR and KSDA reception reports for this program to the AWR address in Bangkok, Thailand, and also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa, or to IRRS Italy, or to the AWR relay stations that carry Wavescan. Remember, too, you can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air here in Wavescan, such as Today's reports from Australia and India. They also will verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The only email address for AWR QSLs is qsl at awr.org. The postal address for AWR QSLs is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, that's P R A K A N O N G, Bangkok 10110, Thailand. Again, that's Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, Bangkok 10110, Thailand. And the email address for other correspondence to Wavescan, other than reception reports, is WaveScan at awr.org. I'm Jeff White at WRMI Shortwave in Miami. Till next week, good listening, everyone.